everyone and welcome to The Psalm Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. But anyway, yeah, what is it if I want? The main question of my life. <laughs> she wants Jesus. Hey, I'm in French toast. If I want oh. Jesus, hallelujah. Well, she also wants French toast, so we'll figure how to make that happen. Um, Hello everyone, thank you so much for, yeah, coming along to this discussion and seeing the episode. I'm sure it's something that you're interested in, so hopefully what we cover would be of use to you um, and it can be beneficial to you as we go ahead. But my name is Ife. I am joined by a couple of amazing women. And they're going to tell me who they are. <laughs> I'm going to do a little jingle. Uh, my name is A to the R to the A to the M to the I-D-E. Aramide. Shabuya. Wow. My name is Shelley. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My name is Shelly. Yeah, I like to read. Yeah, I'm wearing yeah. a bonnet. Uh, I got yeah. a TikTok. I'm getting sponsors. Yeah, I'm amazing. You are really yeah. just exposing this girl. Wow, I cannot do it. Bonnet for me. Shelly likes bonnets. She does. She really does. Hi everyone, my name is Shawa. I'll be the normal one in the group. Glory to God! <laughs> Glory to God! This is giving like the okay, worst thank you. ever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's calm. To be honest, I remember you were so committed to that. That's why I was so shocked. Like you actually followed through. That's really? dedication. Well done. It's like how many letters in your name? A R A M I D E. Seven. Letters, bro. It's not easy. Four syllables. As long as you're not called Olwa Tunde. Um, One of my names is Yetunde, but a bit harder. Yeah, let's not do that one. Um, yeah, your name's great though. Sorry. Anyway, let's get started. Yeah, hello everyone once again. Um, so yeah, so today we're going to be talking about a topic that I believe is necessary. I think we have labels or we talk about other relationships more than we talk about this one but before we do that I want to kind of say some figures or say some numbers and I want you guys to think what it's in relation to okay um the data analyst here are thinking hmm the scientists are thinking hmm you know um the student body are thinking hmm <laughs> What is this in relation to? But anyway, That's I'm going to say some numbers. <laughs> She's <laughs> like... Yeah, you're, you're part She's of... Like... No. <laughs> we'll discuss this online. You're what That's not your job. You're we'll discuss this online. You know what's funny? Recruitment. There's a, there's a TikTok that says, like, we don't really know what your friends do. <laughs> That's the right. It's so true. You don't know their job title. You don't know their job title. Their job title. It's no, okay. but you're part of student recruitment. Yeah, but you said buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm so okay. sorry. That's it's, not what I meant. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. So the numbers are 55, 18, 
34 and 5. If you had those numbers, what kind of sentence do you think it's referring to? 55, 18, 34, 5. 55. In regards to the topic? Age range? In, in rega- yeah, in relation to the topic of friendship. Oh. 55% of 30 to 80 year olds only see their friends five times a year. I mean, <laughs> no. You really tried it that one. Well. Who wants to have another shot? That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That was good. My turns. I was just like, I'm with it. That was a good guess. Shelly, do you want to have a stab at it? Mm. Chilly, you know you're not getting marks on this, by the way. <laughs> it's literally just saying, just have a go. There's no yeah. mark scheme. <laughs> I would have thought it. <laughs> What'd you say, babe? I want to solve it. <laughs> <laughs> Escape room. Um, yeah, go, go on, Shiva. Do you want to have a go? Give me five. What's the middle number? So 55, 18, 34, 5. Okay, I think I'm really close. <laughs> 55% of 13, 34, 34, only see their friends 18 times in a year. Mm. Interesting. So is that what you do? Do you see your friends 18 times a year? I realise that's actually... <laughs> That's actually more than more than I, I I yeah that's like once a month at least twice a month wow. average. That's good though. Yeah, just about one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right, you know. Yeah, but Shelly, you want to have a go before I say what it is? No, go ahead. Okay, cool. So this this uh, um stat came from a census done in 2012. Oh, that's a lie. Not 2012. In um. 2022 so not long oh wow um and it was thinking about the effects of the pandemic on friendships and mental health and the stat is young people so 55 percent of young people aged 18 to 34 have shared more friends than any other age group averaging five each mm, so are we have... surprised by that i don't get it so People between eighteen and thirty-four friends. have five friends. I thought you said shed, as in like shed off yeah. weight. Oh, shed. They have sh- shed more friends. So the shed. So they've had less. This is less than what they oh, had. Oh, I thought you meant share, as in like they've like shared their friend. Like they oh, split friends. Like they, no, no as shed, in like shed. Okay, oh. I thought the friendship circles were like that diagram where all the circles are oh, inside each other. There's one diagram. Okay. I'm not surprised in the culture of like, you know, ditch your friends if they're not serving you. If someone isn't, you know, meeting your need, they're not going in the same direction as you. Let them go. This doesn't make the heart grow fonder, all that stuff. Even the age group that they've specified, I think it makes sense because from 18 to 34, so many things change in life. You change a lot. Mm. <laughs> so I, I'm not surprised that, um, they, you know, your friendship group would have changed as well. Well, that their friendship would have changed as well you know you're 18 you just you know pop into uni 22 you've graduated 
at 25, um, I don't know, fierce relationship, 30, you get married, 33, you have kids. You know, there's a bunch of things happening in um, those age ranges. You really just mapped up someone's life without them even knowing. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> then you're going to do this, 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 this. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Um, I think it was I think it was a bit interesting, though, because they were talking about this in relation to the pandemic and how being isolated mm. caused us to not reach out to friends more. Or, yeah, kind of, as you, as you said, kind of treat friendship, you know, quite nonchalantly is that a word nonchalantly yeah quite blasé about your friendships um which i think it was very interesting but shelly you you've kind of already pointed about other factors that may affect friendships um but what do you guys think what other factors do you think affect, affect friendships um <laughs> we're all excited we all want to say something uh, I think if those questions were worth factors what factors do we think have impacted people kind of losing friends shedding five friends kind of each um, and what I was going to say was I think one thing I've been battling with recently I guess it's been on my mind more and more is how a lot of friendships especially when we're growing up a lot of them are actually proximity based mm-hmm. um in terms of like we live in the same city we go to the same university we go to the same church we have shared interests that are based on our physical proximity to each other um and when distance is introduced so when you know when for example you move from your hometown to go to university elsewhere some friendships would essentially die out right when you leave university and everyone goes to their different countries or different regions and whatever friendships once again start to die out and I think we we underestimate how much distance will impact us like I know people say distance makes the heart grow fonder but I think it's actually the opposite I think for most people when physical proximity is removed um you actually start to see is your friendship based more on like the fact that you do things together physically or because there's something else in your foundation that's kind of keeping your friendships going. Um, because if mm. distance is introduced and the friendship falls apart, you have to re-examine why were we friends to begin with? And there's nothing wrong with if, let's say, for example, you're friends with someone because you do things together. But for friendships to last, you need to have more than just proximity keeping your friendships going. As mm. a... So you're saying that we didn't have a solid foundation of like why we were friends with people before you could have a solid foundation um but you could have thought you had it before but i'm saying that if you look back and you're, and you're seeing that distance has essentially pulled you apart they need to re-examine was that friendship just based on circumstances in terms of like we're in the same region at the same time doing the same course or in the same job or was there anything else that was keeping our friendship going because friendship lifelong friendship cannot be built on proximity alone so it could have been authentic in the capacity that it was in but just not for the long term i think mm. i hear that anyone else um i think <laughs> i think beliefs yeah i think beliefs are real um reason why mm. friendships might fizzle out uh change in belief or a deeper commitment to belief like 
we're Christian. Um, we might have friends um, from our BC days. Uh, <laughs> um, who? The what does BC mean? For Christ. <laughs> Christian lingo. Yeah, so friends that we had before we were saved or maybe before we um, took our faith seriously. Um, and to be fair, some of those friendships might actually still last um, after, you know, you get saved. Who knows? You might be the one to plant the seed and they get saved as well. Um, but sometimes the, yeah, because your, you know, your beliefs have now like shifted drastically to theirs, the friendship might just not be able to last past that either because they're just like, they're so opposed to what you believe now um, as a Christian or some other reason. But yeah, belief systems, and not just even in faith, it can be things like politics. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people who are just like, ah, I, you know, how could you believe in this person? How could you vote for this person? And then friendships ended up fizzling out. Um, so yeah, I think your belief system in more ways than one can be mm. something that kind of drives friends apart. Yeah. yeah, I think also, like, to, I guess it might be a summary for everything, but adulting, um, <laughs> I think that's something we, we don't address. How would you define <laughs> adulting? Just becoming an adult, okay, making maybe more responsibilities. Okay. So again, I think it was very easy for me to have a wider group of friends when I was at uni, because mm -hmm. I, I like to do was go to uni and the rest of the time I can focus on my friends. That's all we did. We just went to uni, chilled, went to uni, chilled, and that was mostly <laughs> But now you're an adult, you have, um, I think you're kind of pulled at different places. So you have responsibilities to your family, responsibilities, you planning your future career and um, time you're spending working um, at church, for example, and just kind of pulled at different aspects. And then you have to sort of still make space or make time for your friends as well, especially if your friends are not in the same, in the same circles. Mm -hmm. To plan to meet up <laughs> with friends can take like two weeks or a month of planning. To meet right. for next month wow. <laughs> when you look at your calendar your calendar is not matching up and it's just like are we actually going to get it at all um so i think life getting older um is a factor because or rather i think i would say responsibilities rather and just being pulled at different aspects um yeah. and people can like life changing that was gonna be well. my next question that's not fair mm -hmm. my next question was gonna be like how is what's the distinction between like an adult friendship and a child like a childhood friendship but yeah, I think you really covered that um ultimately but yeah I agree you know I think one of, one of the other factors that affect friendship is um unaddressed thoughts and expectations but around there would say something so. yeah um actually I wanted to touch on what Shelley said about change in in beliefs <laughs> because you're I've been going through it um and one thing I'm, I think that I think I, I can see that will introduce more distance in the friendships that I have um, is really putting the definition of friendship underneath a biblical microscope and really asking um, what is a friend? Who does God say that a friend is? Um, and um, a, so, um, Proverbs 17 verse 17 comes to mind, which says, um, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born of adversity. Um, and I have to ask myself, what is adversity? Adversity is whatever is pulling a child of light into the darkness, right? Whatever it is that, because you can be going through trials 
which we've discussed in Bible study, right? But if your eyes are on God, um, that's pulling you towards God, right? But in terms of adversity, difficulties, right? A friend is there to help you, to point you back to that light, to say, you know, God is in control. It's actually remind you, right, of, of God and his goodness during the time of, of adversity. And I've, I've been having to ask myself, do I, the friendships that I have now, are they helping me in time of adversity, right? Are they pointing me towards God or are they pointing me in the opposite direction? And I think when I'm having to really examine my friendships, um, friendships as Christian and non-Christians alike, ultimately I have to ask myself, is this person going to actually support me? And not just because I'm here to, you know, feed off my friends and they're going to be like, you know, my pillars for life but in terms of can this person point me towards life can this person remind me of the truth can this person correct me in you know in in love but also correct me with the word of god as well can this person can we break bread together not just bring yes we can break bread together but can we actually feed each other that bread of life in terms of remind each other of, of god and his goodness and i think when when i examine my friendships under that microscope and examine myself as a friend under underneath that microscope right the results are shocking in terms of I've, i even have to ask myself am i that friend that can remind others of, of god or am i just gonna be Brother, you're going first? too far you're reading my notes it's not oh bad. sorry <laughs> like, like yeah. oh my gosh really so jumping in the let me stop there but yeah it, 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 it's 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 quite sobering i have to say and it comes with like oh mm-hmm, gosh I, at what lengths do you kind of go to maintain a friendship and when do you step back? Um, not just because the other person's a problem, but because you might not actually be a good friend for that. say that was going to say biblical definition of friendship but okay right i think part of our problem is that we don't have an understanding of how to be a friend and what it takes to be a friend oftentimes you know i think someone said to me the generation growing up now are either putting um um, interactions in categories like girlfriend or boyfriend that's it like there's no there's there's no other explanation of why you can care for someone without it being a romantic relationship. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I can care for you and still not need to be with you. You know, I can care for you as a friend. Have we actually fleshed out definitions of friendship that that are truly platonic? Um, and yeah, and it can be healthy and it can be nourishing and it can be, um, yeah, it can be all these things. But again, what I like to do what is the culture saying? What is the culture saying about this? And a YouGov survey, they like surveyed a lot of people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like a write an academic paper. Like, so I like how you said it's surveys. YouGov because when you said YouGov, oh YouGov, oh, I thought it was like you. I was like, wow, like there's a whole Christian organization ready to create service for us to do more about our friends. I think that would be absolutely amazing, and there probably is. Um, but yeah, so the characteristic that was most identified with friendship 
was someone who you can escape and have fun with. The least important characteristic was someone who, who you can who can mentor and support you. I thought that was really interesting. That <laughs> the most valuable thing we have or we're seeking in a friend is someone who we can escape with and have fun with, but not someone who can challenge us and hold us up. Um, I thought, hmm, that's very interesting. And then it took me back to a time when, sorry, before I say anything, does anyone have to say anything about that? Sorry, I remember this story that kind of went viral on Twitter a long time ago about this lady who says that she wanted all of her friends to be baddies. Um, And she was like, when she goes to the club, she wants her friends to look the part. So she'll be like, I might invite you to the cookout, but I'm not going to invite you to the club because where Mm. the big boys are she wants to essentially portray a certain image right and she wanted her friends to be people who fit into that image so if you don't have a 20 inch bust down if your nails aren't done if you're not shaped in a certain way you're not she wouldn't invite you to say yeah she wouldn't she was like i'm being very honest with you i would not invite you to a certain environment with me because i want to portray this you know particular image and if you don't you know if you don't fit the part then you just I will just not invite you there. I will invite you to other places, just not where she wants to be perceived a certain way. And I think sometimes we would go to certain friends, right? Because we 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 want once again, I think in terms of the culture, we might do it subconsciously, but we might introduce certain friends to certain friends or be around certain people or bring certain people into certain environments because we want to portray something. But then for like your other friends, you kind of, I was going to say, like, you kind of keep the, like, <laughs> them in the dungeon. Put a lid. Elsewhere. Yeah, yeah you put a dungeon. lid on it. You put yeah. a lid on them. Um, they're not trolls. They're humans. But, yeah, I think in the world, so there might be, there oftentimes is that separation in terms of how we navigate certain friends and what how we value them and where they, we see them sitting in it's, our lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it can be a means of, of social status, isn't it? Um the kind of friends that you have and I don't think it should be I think friendship should go beyond other people's perceptions Duh. you know like that just makes sense to me like that is not even a question like what how can you make a decision how can you how can you make a decision based on other people's perceptions of it it does it doesn't make any sense but saying that there are times where I have done that so I put my hand up but what's the point of making plans and committing to someone in a friendship level if it's all going to be based on other people because it's going to unravel based on them as well sorry I'm making sense out of that story Shelly do you want to say something so I think was back home that. Shelly looks shocked and concerned <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was going to say something. and then like, the silence I, like my not... mind <laughs> My mind, uh, I've been loved. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's worth no- it noting that this, you should have friends that you can have fun with, but is that the primary reason that you're friends? Um, is there anything else? What, what else? And I think this is really just an, <laughs> an encouragement to seek deeper level friendships. You know, we don't want to just know each other for image gang. We don't want to know each other for perceptive gang. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. But seek deeper level relationships with people and mm-hmm. long lasting. Don't be an oyster card. Don't just tap. 
<laughs> and say later, like, marinade, be jerk sauce, marinade, stay the long game. And I was talking to my friend yesterday about how beautiful it is to say with your friend, I remember when. I remember mm. when. Like, just having history with people, seeing them grow, seeing who they are, seeing who they were, but not keeping them in that space, you know? Mm-hmm. And also seeing who they can become and encouraging them to do that. It's a beautiful thing to have in a friendship but I think we are we trade the good things that we have for an image of what is good right it's like oh but it's not really doesn't look like what everyone else has let me just go and jump ship now this is an encouragement stay the long haul you know um these factors that we mentioned in terms of distance proximity responsibilities they they do have an effect but it doesn't have to be debilitating um mm. as as you yeah, yeah you seek intentional time and ways to be with your friends um as well but something else I wanted to point out was um a time when I I led a webinar on friendship which I thought was very interesting like who asked me to do that but she the, the person hosting asked me to lead a webinar on friendship and I was like oh how can I make this fun so I made like a build a friend game um you know build a bear to our non-UK listeners Build-A-Bear is a store where you can go into the store and you can literally build a bear you can choose the stuffing you can choose the outside of the bear choose the colour of the bear choose everything accessories so I gave these um, people (laughs) men and women uh, boys and girls (laughs) child I gave these people um options on how to of factors to build a bear but the twist was they only had 10 pounds and each item cost different amounts of money for example i want a friend who is funny cost one pound while i want a friend who sees my faults and loves me anyway cost five pounds so they had to use their 10 pounds to kind of pick and build a friend um based on what they think is valuable and what do you guys think happened? Where do you guys think they spent the money? Just out of if curiosity. I, if I picked a friend who's rich, could I buy more money to buy more qualities? Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, go by. <laughs> Entrepreneurial. <laughs> yeah. This is me. We're not doing this it's today. <laughs> Yo, you got 10 pounds. Your mom has said, Shelly Thurno, you got 10 pounds. After church, that's what you're getting. Not the whole so thing let me read right? some of the qualities out and let me say what you guys think. So one pound. A friend who is funny, a friend who is popular, a friend who is pretty, a friend who is rich. Those Sorry, are, are those one pound each or is that in one pound each? Pound each. Oh, 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 sister, okay. one pound each. You do too much. Okay. <laughs> Two pound, we're increasing now. I want a friend who's reliable. I want a friend who's loyal, who's a good listener. Three pound, I want a friend who encourages me, who laughs at me, laughs with me, who's in my corner. Four pound, I want a friend who's patient kind a friend who knows me cares for me five pound i want a friend who knows god i want a friend who's secure in their identity i want a friend who prays regularly i want a friend who sees my thoughts and loves me anyway where do you think they spent their money you see you you have to be slick because the friend who knows god i'm expecting you to also pray i don't need those other qualities in the no god thing except <laughs> that last one but then you know the friend who sees me and loves me anyway but then that's 10 pounds if it what was this i can't lie i don't need my friends to laugh with me <laughs> I, I, 
loved ones. The friend who knows God, yes. And then that bottom part, the friend who sees me and loves me anyway. You know, can that can that be made into a four pounder so I can get something from the one pound? Yeah, there's no discount get one in, in the build a friend. I'm sorry, there's no discount in the build a friend. I think I sh- it's I sh- it's important to to bear in mind the demographic. So the, everyone here was around eleven to sixteen. Um, <clears throat> that first one. Okay, interesting. <laughs> what do you think, Ramadi? Where do you think everyone spent their money? I think they will spend their money on like the they will spend their money more on quality quantity. So in terms of like, if you have, you know, you can get you know, mm-hmm. 10 attributes for one pound, they're more likely to choose that than, you know, someone who knows God, for example, that because that's going to take a whole five pound chunk. So I think sometimes you kind of take the quantity over the quality. Um, so I feel like that might be their approach. Mm. That's so some of our approaches. I was trying to do the same thing. 11 to 16 year old, <laughs> around that age, you're kind of like, like not everyone, but a good chunk of 11 to 16 year olds are kind of vain like it's just it's just that age it, uh, it's true it's just like you it, are it, selfish it, it's, yeah it's proven that literally like <laughs> they're profiled of kind of being like great like psychopaths and sociopaths because like they're just at that stage where everything is me 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 and so i think they would be the type to think like that woman that armide spoke of you know who's very focused on the outward or what you can do for me you know are you pretty are you popular are you funny like how can you entertain or benefit me it's true now. Um, <laughs> no, I, what I think is really funny is how you said 11 to 16 and then a woman. Like, why are adults acting like children? Basically? Right. But, yeah, okay. that's why I was laughing. Cheryl? Um, no, I said I was trying to do the same thing. When you read that list, because I was like, okay, I can get the funny. And then when you kept going up, <laughs> the characters were, like, getting better. But I didn't have enough money anymore. <laughs> 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 I already finished my seven pounds, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, sometimes we, I'm trying to see if there's a message in that, but it was just no. <laughs> Maybe here, here the list before you start calculating the prices. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you know, the the kind of message that I wanted to get across when I was leading this webinar was, you know, oftentimes one, we're not willing to pay the cost of a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know, we want things that are quick and easy, um, and then also two. Um, we are always seeking who we are not. You know, we're always seeking a friend that we're not willing to be. Yeah. Um, because all those qualities, do you have them? <laughs> you know, are you seeking to be them? Um, mm. So I think it's really important that as we do seek intentional friendships and deeper level friendships, firstly, we're seeking, we're willing to pay the cost, um, but we're also willing to become the person that we're seeking. Um, because the point of friendship is not just what can they do for me, but what can you do for them? You know, how can you encourage them? How can you add to their lives in a way that is long lasting and isn't based in a location, in an interest, in proximity? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we need to become better at pursuing purpose or purpose driven and fruitful friendships that are going to last despite of proximity, despite of life changes. Um and I think it's just beneficial. It's 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 there's just something beautiful that comes out of staying. I don't know, I can't put my word on it yet. There's no theological argument I have, there is no article that I've read, but I've seen in my life that it's worth staying the course. Um, with obviously two people that are willing, right? This isn't a covenant relationship, by the way. I'm not saying go and marry your friend, but I am mm. saying that there is something 
there's something that is um, beautiful when you commit to people and they commit to you. Um, and I just wanted to read John fifteen fifteen. I know Ramon has already mentioned it and um, Proverbs, but I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. And I think the point I wanted to make with that was, um, we God God is calling us to be to other people um, what He's called us to be with Himself. You know, He's calling us to be His friend. He's calling us to bear His burden, and that's the template that we can use in how we navigate our own friendships. You know, the relationship that I have with with God, the way that I share my burdens the way that he listens the way that he instructs me the way that i'm encouraged by him you know the way that we relate and we have a friendship with god is a template that we can use in our friendships elsewhere where that we're honest and vulnerable where that our needs are met you know like it's possible it's possible um, and this is just an encouragement to yeah be willing to pay the cost <laughs> but also be willing to become who you're seeking um, in a friendship in the name of Jesus so thank you all for listening is there any final thoughts ladies before we say no not for me no. checking on your friends please guys yes it's, t- it's hard out here it's not easy be willing to pay the cost yeah alrighty then have a great whatever day time of day you're in I <laughs> when you're listening to this <laughs> podcast and we will catch you on the next episode So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.